Please keep your sexy thoughts about me and our guests to yourselves and enjoy. Hello, lovely humans. I'm Wildly, and you're listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we get sexily inspired by each other's stories in the hopes that we can all lead better laid lives. Our guest today is a white cis female. She's pansexual, a kinky switch who's into role play, whipping, sensation play, biting. Welcome, M. Hi. <laughs> okay, so can you please rate yourself on a sexual shame meter with one being shameless and 10 being like super full of shame? Where are you right now today? Mm, I feel like a three. Not, not too bad, but like still kind of a little bit of shame. Okay, and what is your sex life like right now? Very active. <laughs> um, I, I have a boyfriend, so it, it's at least once, twice a week or so. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're still currently like very experimental and we're like really getting into the nitty gritty with things lately. We've been together for almost three years, okay. so we've been really exploring since the beginning. Okay, that's amazing. And when do you first remember hearing about sex? So I remember... When I was very, very young, I remember watching Titanic with my little brother and being like very fascinated with the scene in the car where they're getting all like steamy. And that's kind of like, I guess, my sort of like introduction to like, huh, that, that's interesting. Do you remember how old you were approximately? Like five or six. Okay. Very, very, very young. What you, so when you saw Titanic, what were your early understandings of what sex was or what it meant? Like, when did you sort of start to make those connections? I, I remember, like, not soon after that, it was like, it was like kind of like, aha, uh-huh, that's interesting. That's like causing me some type of feeling. Mm-hmm. And then not soon after that, it was like Valentine's Day. And I walked into my, my, into my living room and my parents were having sex in the living room. And... <laughs> I was like traumatized. Like I, I just took off and came up to my room. My parents came upstairs and was like, "Okay, this is what this is. <laughs> like it, it, it's because we love each other." Like, okay. And I was like, "Okay," and I just kind of left it at that. And I was like, "Okay." And um, what, what, what was the feeling behind that? Okay, if you can remember, or if you had to guess at your little kid feelings. I was, I was kind of like irritated. I guess I was like, "Just leave me alone. I don't want to talk about it." Like I, like. I already have a general idea. Just like stop. Like I didn't want to talk to my parents about it. I was not very comfortable with talking to them about it, like at all. Okay, what was the vibe in your household like, or like the? We were. I've I've always grown up Christian, and it wasn't like a strict Christian. It was kind of like a loose. Like my parents have always been like the type of people that go out and party, like go out to bars. They had like a band. They always went and saw. Like, so they're very loose with things. It was always like that kind of like neutral family of four like the kind that you always hear about it's just kind of like hey we go on family vacation and stuff like that so it wasn't like we had ever spoken about like anything sex before it was just kind of like a normal kind of thing and we were like okay now that they had talked to me about it they were like all right i I don't think we ever really spoke much about it again i think there was like a time here or there that like they would like talk to me but Mm -hmm. it wasn't much okay so not like a formal traumatizing sex talk other than that one no okay. it wasn't it, it wasn't like terrible <laughs> that was the most that got to like the traumatizing part of it what about in church or at school did you get a sex talk 
I, I didn't really go to church much, okay. but, like, when I, I kind of, like, my Christianity, like, is, like, I found myself more so. My mom always took us to, like, Catholic church, but mm-hmm. it was only on Easter. Like, it wasn't even Easter, it was Palm Sunday every year. That's the only time we ever went to church. <laughs> and then when I was, like, 15, I started going to church with one of my friends, and that's what, like, really got me into it. Okay. And then I never talked about anything like that in church. We are, my church is very against like anything spoken about sex anything like that oh really do they say like yeah. don't have sex or anything like that or do they just not talk so, about it at all it's it's just not spoken about it's kind of one of those things like i like my youth pastor i used to go to a youth group when i was like 14 15 mm-hmm. and he used to be like hey i'm sure you've learned about this in school so we're not going to talk about it and like that was about it they, they weren't like against it they were just kind of like we're not really going to talk about it because we're not encouraging of it so Got like it. it was like yeah. And what do you remember learning in school? Um, I remember it was like sixth or seventh grade. All we did was we could go over like, hey, this is what it looks like. <laughs> this is the parts like and like that was like pretty much it. Mm-hmm. I like the only thing I remember besides that is in fifth grade they gave the boys a condom and they gave girls tampons. They gave and... the boys condoms in fifth grade? They showed they what? showed them how to put a condom on in fifth grade. That, I mean, I, I think that that's reasonable, but like they gave boys condoms and not girls condoms. <laughs> we we got a tampon. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. I remember we got deodorant and a pad. I definitely remember this like little pouch. Yeah. <laughs> what were what were the feelings around it as a kid? Like, do you remember feeling excited or weirded out or? Oh, I, I was like so super excited about it. Like all of it. Like it was something yeah. that I was like very like fascinated and and stuff like that i remember when i was i want to say like right after the whole thing happened it was like second grade or something Mm -hmm. one of my friends at the time she loved she was a year older and she was very interested in sex and Mm -hmm. like all that and she actually watched animal porn like not not like bestiality like two dogs like dogs fucking yes and she would be like, hey, look at this. And that I was never, I was like, okay. <laughs> like, she was a year older, so I was always like, sure, why not? And I was like, um. And I always, like, leaned away from it. But it was something that was like, okay. Interesting. <laughs> Which, yeah, that led me into, because I got a laptop around that age for school. Mm. And that led me into the path of, like, let's start Googling, like, I remember I was so afraid something was going to go wrong on, like, my computer or something. I was so paranoid about it. So I used to go into, like, AOL and Mm -hmm. not log in and just, like, search, like, sex and things like that to, like, try to find stuff. Yeah. What did you find? It was mainly, I mean, it led to a path of just, like, porn, like, Pornhub and, like, things like that. Like, I ended up just, like, kind of getting into it. I actually, at a very young age, discovered that I liked girl and girl porn. Mm. That was like a big thing for me. Can you say how always, young just so our listeners can get a reference point? I want to say like eight or nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was very like, it, it was one of those things of like, oh, this gives me that tingling feeling in my stomach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I think soon after I like stopped being friends with the girl who showed me the animal porn, mm-hmm. she, I became friends with another girl that we i used to have a trundle bed it was just like a push out bed and we would like push push the bed out sit under the bed and we would use her laptop and watch porn because it was like a hiding oh my god that's so sneaky (laughs) it's a 
exciting place. <laughs> yeah. I remember one time my brother walked in on us and we like slammed the laptop shut. We were like, what do you want? Get out. Like, yeah. stop. Go away. Did he know what you were doing? No, he had no idea. Okay. And did, did you and he ever talk about at any point in your lives? Have you ever talked about sex together at all? Or like romance? No. Okay. I, I, think, I think he's made like jokes about me and my boyfriend being loud or something. Okay. In the How old is he now? But, like. He's 16 now. Okay. okay. So, so yeah. he, he's two years younger. Yeah. 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 So it's, but like, it's never been like a conversation that we've had. We're yeah. not really like close like that at okay. all. Okay. Well, you could give him some advice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What other early experiences did you have? Me and my, my, one of my like best friends that I still currently friends with to this day that she was my like first friend, and my best friend currently. Mm. We used to like, there was a couple of different situations. We used to have fake boyfriend names, um, and we would like dry hump pillows together. <laughs> Wait, like side by side. Like, how did you? Yeah. How did like, it come laying... about? How did you decide to do it? I think we were both like, "Oh, this feels good," mm. and so like then we would we would just kind of like put on music and like make a whole storyline. And I, ne- I never remember, remember it lasting very long. It was mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, this feels good. It's something fun for us to mess around with. Because it was like, it was like the same, to us, it was the same thing as like playing mermaids in the pool. Like it was like something to yeah. just mess around with kind of like our, like, I guess, role play and, at that age and like messing around. That was like one of my first really big, like besides watching porn, like actually touching myself at mm-hmm. all. That was like my first big thing that happened did you start touching yourself because of the pillows or with more pillows or how did you touch yourself when you started touching yourself i remember the first thing i did was pillows and then i started to like get interested in like oh like let's see what else i can do and i started to like google stuff and try to like mess around with just like masturbating with my hand and like that never really worked it still doesn't work to this day really masturbate with my hands at all like it, that, like, it's never stimulated me at all. Like, no way at all. It just doesn't work for me So it doesn't so. feel good. What does it feel like if you, and, like, what do you do? It's, like, it's, I've tried different things. Like, uh-huh. I, I can't, it, fingering myself doesn't really do anything. It feels just kind of, like, I guess, like, rubbing up my arm. Like, mm. it doesn't even, like, it's, like, a senseless feeling. Mm. And it's weird because my boyfriend can, like, finger me or, like, even just, like, rub on my clit and make me come. But I can't do it to myself. Interesting. Uh, Have you guys yeah. done an experiment about this? So, we, we've, done, we've done this. We, so, like, when we first got together, that was, like, our first, like, lean and sexual stuff was, like, giving head and stuff like that. And, like, it was, like, a very fascinating thing for me at first because, like, I think our first sexual interaction besides, like, making out was him, like, rubbing on my clit. And it was, like, oh, this feels good. Like, this has never been like this before. Like, okay. And it was, like, very interesting to be, like, wow, okay, so he can do it to me. I don't know what the difference is, but... Have you ever tried to emulate what he's doing to you yourself? It's it's weird because it's like the same thing. Like I can like I can do the same motions and I can do the same things. It's just not the same yeah, for me. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to jump ahead too far, but this makes me think of last week our guest Andrew asked me or well, last week whenever we're recording this, but our <laughs> guest Andrew was like, "Would you ever do self-bondage?" And I was like, "I don't I feel like I need someone else to bind me." <laughs> 
for it to be yeah. hot. I don't know, you know? Um, well, we could talk about that. Well, yeah, or I don't know. We yeah. should talk a little bit about your kinky self. Oh, see, sometimes I can't decide the order to talk things in because <laughs> I get too excited and want to know everything at once. Oh, I, I have so many stories. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, <laughs> but I want to lay the groundwork. So you, how do you touch yourself to make yourself feel good? Or then and now, tell us the journey of your masturbation, please. So I think after using my hand, I discovered like, oh, like there's like the shower. So at first I tried just like turning on the shower and like using like the faucet, mm -hmm. like that did nothing for yeah. me. And then I was like, oh, I have the different modes on like the shower head. And I was like, oh, like there's a massaging mode. And I remember trying it and it was like, oh, this is really aggressive. And it's like too much. Yeah. So like, it was like, I can turn it down just like a little bit. If I turned a little mm -hmm. bit, it was like less pressure. Mm -hmm. And like, that was instantly like what I like really liked doing. <sighs> and that was like my big thing for years. Yeah. Is that that's the only way that like I could make myself calm at all, and like like that that was like a very like eye opening like yes, this is what I like. Mm. I do think that that is kind of why I'm not as sensitive anymore. I'm like not I'm not very sensitive as like I used to be very very sensitive, and mm. then as the years went on, it kind of just like dimmed down a lot. Do you think it's from a from using the shower head? Because it's I, I as. So I've always noticed anyway, is that as I've used it more, I've needed more power. Mm, okay, okay. So like I, I like the shower head that I had actually stopped working after a couple of years. Ugh, isn't it, it just, so it sad was, when your favorite shower head goes away? It it's so it hurt, sad. It hurt my heart. And yeah. Like I, I've never been able to find Same. one that works. No, the one that I had from childhood was amazing. It was like a shitty plastic white one. The one that I had, like every shower head I've had since has not been up to, like it, it's, like you said, it's either too strong or like too wide and just not in the right. And it, it's so sad. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> and then I think after that is when I started. So I think after that is when I actually like got my first bank card. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to order a vibrator. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to try that. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. such a, I always forget because I didn't have a vibrator until I was a grown up that like when you are under 18, you have to have your own source of payment. <laughs> yeah. What, what was I your first like, vibrator? I somewhere. My, my first vibrator was like one of the little bullets, okay. one of the little teeny mm -hmm. tiny things. And that like, I was like, yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah. It took me like three of them to find one that I actually liked. Okay. Because most of them were like, oh, well, this works, but it, it it's really difficult because yeah. it's like it wasn't strong enough. Or Can you tell us the specifics right, right. of like, <laughs> so if the bullet worked, how did it work? And then the vibrator you like now, I'm assuming you still have mm -hmm. it. Like, how does that work? Yeah. How does it feel different? So the bullet, I had to like specifically like hold it at a really specific spot mm -hmm. in my clip. Mm -hmm. And it like took a really long time to like make it work. And I would have to do that and like kind of finger myself and like that's what i was gonna ask okay. okay yeah so you're like also to, like, pushing on it yeah and just kind of like manipulate the situation until it worked and it took like forever and mm. i would always have to like watch more and get myself like really stimulated beforehand i couldn't just like be like i'm gonna go do this yeah and then after that i got like a little bit like i got like more like the normal i guess vibrators it was like a little blue one it glowed <laughs> what? it was it was really it like it like lit up <laughs> and it was like I was always so afraid somebody's gonna walk in with like blue glowing light under not my Not for the dorms, if you ever like, <laughs> not for any sort of shared space. <laughs> but great for a sex party. <laughs> but that one, it was like a little bit more powerful. 
it worked a little bit better, a little bit faster. And then I think after that is the one that I got now. It is. So this is what it looks like. Oh, so it's almost. Wait, can you hold the bottom part up a little bit? So, like in the. Okay, so it's kind of like a magic wand. And, yeah, but it, a little it, smaller it, and a little curvier and it's beautiful. It's mm -hmm. red and black. The, the head of it is red. Now here's that. So I've been using a magic wand. Like that's been my kind of primary mode of masturbation for the last mm -hmm. year, but I've noticed I can go back and forth between hands still. So that's why I was curious about the, the vibing out. I would be curious, our listeners, ladies, people with clitori, clitori, clitorises, <laughs> do you get vibed out? Do you feel like that's a thing? Let us know. <laughs> Take a poll. So you're mostly an outside comer. Or how does it work for you? So that's another thing is that I, so for, for like, I want to say three years or so, I was using that and maybe two because mm -hmm. it was when I got it when I was 16. And then it started to dim down again. It got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm getting kind of to the point where like I need to do something else. And so then I got a dildo and I got like one of the like purple squishy ones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And like, that was like my big thing. And it still kind of is like that's my big thing. Like if I want to come fast, that's what I do. Like I'll use both at the oh, same yeah. time. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. And like that's like my like oh it's like instantly like I, it will take like two minutes and I'm like already like ready to come and like that's like my big like thing that like is very easy for me Amazing. now at this point. Oh, that's awesome. To circle back to your earlier explorations. In the sex ed talk, did you get anything about the idea of consent? or talking about birth control or anything like that with partners? I I don't ever remember hearing about, I remember hearing about birth control. Mm -hmm. I remember people just saying like, hey, you should take the pill. Like, uh, I, I, I didn't even know there were other birth controls until I had to deal and discover it myself. And like, they were like, this is the pill. It like stops you from having babies. Oh, and wow. like, that was like all that we got from that. And then consent was never even spoken about. Wow. We were never like taught consent okay and like it was something that like it was always very bothersome for me now that like i've like gone older and realized like wow like that's kind of ridiculous that they yeah. wouldn't like be like you should have like consent before you do anything because like i feel like that's something that you should learn yeah yeah uh, everybody so what other early experiences did you have did you have any like early kissing besides the pillow play <laughs> Um, any any other things pre this boyfriend that you explored with? So I, when I was 11 years old, it was my first really big sexual experience. So I was, it was like the summer after either fifth or sixth grade. It was the same girl that I used to like sit under my bed and watch porn with. Mm -hmm. I went over her house and it was me and her and her other friend. And then her like boy cousin was there. And her boy cousin was being, like, really creepy and, like, mm. towards me and, like, kept, like, like touching my arm. And I was, like, okay, I'm just going to go upstairs. And I, like, literally got up and I walked away. And I was, like, that was it. And then I remember her and her friend coming upstairs and being, like, oh, like, it's okay. We don't have to go back downstairs. Like, totally get it. It's fine. Like, it's all good. And then we started talking. And, like, it, it was, like, a couple hours later after, like, joking around about, like, sex and how me and her used to watch porn together and stuff. We slowly, I can't remember the exacts, but I know we slowly got undressed under the covers, laying in bed together. Oh. And then this eventually led to us having a threesome. Like, 
Yeah, so, we wait, all kind of. Who, yeah, did so it just happen? Did you talk about it? Was it a joke? Like, how did it? So happen? yeah, it was. We were we were joking around. We were like, hey, like we've never done anything besides kissing guys before, and like, hey, why don't we try this? So it was like we're all kind of vicarious. Mm-hmm. Why not? Like, just mm-hmm. try something. And then eventually, it was me and the girl, like the girl, my friend. And we were like, and her cousin was like, I don't know. I don't really know her, like, talking about me. And I was like, oh, well, like, I'm a nice person. like, <laughs> and, and it's like, I'm not, like, this is something that, like, I'm experiencing, too. I've never done anything else. And she was like, yeah, you're right. And so then we were like, let's just look up a threesome girl porn and let's, like, recreate it. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. And you were, like, 11? 11, yeah. That is such a different world than what was available to me at 11. So what was that like? And how did it, like, how much emotional context did you have for it? Like, what, how did it feel? I think it's so sweet that she was like, I don't know you. And you were like, I'm nice. (laughs) So it was like, I was always really, like, into that. I was like, that was something that, like, it was kind of one of my fantasies, I guess. Not like a threesome, but like having, doing something, like anything really sexually, and so it was like, okay, I was ready to jump into it. And like, I was like, okay, cool. And I guess we started off, like, we were all like, kind of making out and like kissing and stuff like that. And I was really into it. And then we like, took turns doing so we, we would take turns as the person that was laying down. So like, one of us would be laying down, one of us would be eating the other person, like the person that was laying down out. And then one of us would be making out with the person that was laying down. And like, kissing their neck and sucking on their boobs and like stuff like that and like we just like took turns until it was like okay i'm finished next (laughs) so were you orgasming or were you just like being done with the experience and communicating that to each other so i think it was like okay like i'm kind of like done it Mm -hmm. was i like i don't think any of us orgasmed at all did you guys even have pubic hair i think it was like very like like, like, like yeah It, it was like okay i'm done like next yeah. and like i remember i was the one who was like going down on the girl that i was friends with mm-hmm. first like mm-hmm. she was the first one that was laying down and i was the one who was going to go down on her first and she could not open her legs she was oh. so nervous and she was like i just felt like she wasn't like nervous like scared she was just kind of like excited but yeah. like didn't know what to expect and it was kind of one of those things where it's like oh my gosh like wait i'm nervous like slow down and uh, i i was i just kind of like i i she complimented me how well i treated her afterwards like i, I was, was like rubbing over leg yeah, okay. and like i would like relax it's gonna be fine like we've been friends for like six years like and if something's wrong i'll stop and yeah. like she she was like okay until she loosened up and mm. then i went down on her and i discovered that i really like doing that how'd you know what to do porn yeah. looking it up like i knew that there was like stimulus mm-hmm. on like the clitoris and that's like all we did we didn't do like any fingering anything like that we were like very shy about like anything like that so it was more so just fingers first and then like i get licking on her and like just kind of like seeing what feels good and like listening to her make noise with different things even until we eventually like figured out okay this is what works and then after you had all taken a turn did you just like go to sleep did you cuddle did you guys talk about it like what was that was there aftercare like what was that like so 
afterwards it was like okay let's let's turn on the light and let's like find our clothes start getting dressed and we were talking about have we ever like done anything like any masturbating besides that and i was like oh i've used my shower head and they were like oh yeah me too and then they were like well have you ever like done anything like putting anything inside yourself and i was like oh well i can i've tried like putting like one of like the skinny dry erase markers mm-hmm. like the little ones not <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. the thicker ones and they were like oh my gosh that's so like omg i can't believe you've done that like because they were they have never done like anything like that they could were, you like, get it in because I, like, I tried to put in a tampon when i was 12 but it, i didn't start my period till i was 14 and like mm-hmm. i couldn't i was like i don't think i have one of those holes <laughs> <laughs> i think it was one of those things of like after i watched porn i like got really wet like mm. i kind of like loosened yeah. up yeah. and i could because I remember when I first used a tampon, I had a really hard time too. Yeah. But it was, I, I think it was because I was like so dry and like not really like, I guess in the mood loose, whatnot. Well, and I was using one of those like cardboard cotton, like, you know, the hardest. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you knew then that you enjoyed the experience of going down on a woman and mm-hmm. you were already bi-curious from watching porn. At what point did you start identifying as pansexual? So... It was, I think, because I had I had a close group of friends that what she wasn't involved in. She actually, fun fact, never talked to me that day, after that day ever again. Your friend didn't. Nope. Oh, I went home whoa. and we never talked ever again, and we still haven't spoken to this day. Would you ever? And it's not, what, it's, it's yeah. not something that's really like traumatizing for me. It was kind of like a neutral thing. Like, okay, I guess this is just how our friendship ends, and we just kind of moved on. Did you guys and go to the I, same I, school, or like, did you ever see each other after that? So that was the thing. We never went to the same school. So after elementary school, we went to different middle schools. And so like that was like, hey, why don't I come over? Because I didn't have anybody else to hang out with that night. And we didn't really hang out much before that. Mm. And that's what happened. And then after that, it was just kind of one of those things of like, I don't know how to talk about it again. And like, I don't know how to talk to her again. And it wasn't, I I don't, like, it still like makes me, laugh to the day that like I wasn't even questioning it I was just kind of like I guess this is it okay moving on and like we I never spoke to her again did you ever want to not really it, she she was not a great person oh. <laughs> like she was she did a lot bad and caused a lot of negative in my life and okay. I think I realized that and I think this was a good of like okay I can let go of her without like feeling bad and without like and, and we neither of us wanted to like talk anymore it wasn't yeah. like she was trying to reach out to me and i like ignored her or vice versa yeah and so it was kind of like okay this is this is the end wow so what experiences did you have between 11 and when you met your boyfriend i, I slept with two other girls besides that so i think it was freshman year of high school i or no, there was one before that. It was my eighth grade year. I had a friend. She was actively, like, gay. Mm-hmm. And she came over to the night, and she was, like, kissing all over me and stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm really into this. And then I was like, but I'm on my period, and I can't do this. And she was like, it's okay. And we just kind of, like, made out. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, it with that. And, like, me and her hung out a couple more times. Nothing. She never, like, spent the night again. So we never, like, got the opportunity to really get into that again. Mm-hmm. But, like, me and her had an active friendship until she left the school. So, like, it wasn't, like, anything negative between us. Yeah. And then my freshman year of high school, I met one of my still to this day closest friends. And we, 
I kind of do this thing with my friends where, like, the first time they spend the night, we'll, like, spend the whole night, like, telling each other all of our closest, like, darkest secrets. Yeah. So, like, that, like, one night I was, like, talking to her and I was, like, yeah, I've slept with a girl before. And she was, like, OMG, me too. And, like, we found out that, like, we both like the same thing. And, like, we were both kind of, like, not actively bisexual, but, like, kind of still talking about it. And we were, like, oh, that's interesting. And then I think it was six months later, I was, like, you know what, I'm just going to try to hit on her and I, I messaged her I just, I remember I typed out this whole paragraph I was like look I don't want to ruin our friendships but like I think it would be interesting if we tried to do something and she was like I've been thinking the same thing for like a month and I didn't want to tell you and I was like okay so we went to her parents wedding and then her well it was her dad and her stepmom we went to their wedding and then like that night she came over we were just kind of, it was like we were like joking like we normally do and then we were like sitting in my bed and then we were like okay let's try this mm-hmm. so we were both very like giggly the whole night it was like fun for us so it was just kind of like a giggly messing around experience and we started off with like kissing and then we like um started undressing each other and like that was my first experience that was like oh this is like a one-on-one experience of like undressing each other and like really making out and like he was like, oh, this is, like, really fun. And then she was really nervous. So I was like, okay, I'll go down on you first. Like, why not? I know I like this. Mm-hmm. And so then I went down on her. And and I made her come. And it was, like, a very, like, great thing for me. I was like, oh, I'm good at this. Like, wow. <laughs> Can you tell us if you remember what your moves were or, like, what they are now? Or just talk about going down on people for a little bit? Or women first? It was, it was mainly just... It was doing like figure eights around her clip and like, and then kind of like the mix of that. And like, she told me this the mix of that and me touching her leg and like touching her sides oh. is like a really big stimulus thing for her. And I found that it's like a big stimulus thing for a lot of women mm. is that like, like, t- like the mix of like that and like the feeling of somebody touching you. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, oh, that makes sense. And just kind of like not doing the same thing like doing the figure eights and then like looking up and down and then kind of moving around and then just kind of doing a different things like that is like a big thing that's like not just sticking to one thing because i can get old as i'm talking to you i am just struck by how easily you seem to talk about sex both with me and in these past stories like the fact that you sent a text message that was like hey maybe we should try something how how did you do that? Like you, it doesn't seem like you had any models for that. Was it just through your own self teaching via research? Uh, yeah, I, I it was. It's kind of like that. Like like I said with Christianity too. Yeah. I've taught myself a lot of things in my life. I've kind of been independent a lot of my life. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that like came along with like how I grew up because mm-hmm. I grew up with my parents constantly trying to do something so like it wasn't like I kind of raised my little brother in a way oh wow so like I've always had to like grow up very fast okay so like I had to be there for him while my parents are trying to sell the house we've always mm-hmm. been trying to sell the house I, mm-hmm. just, as long as I remember and I still I still live in this house so we've been trying to sell since I was little and it's like they oh, were wow. always trying to do something while I was like here's your dinner and like just kind of saying like here's the things that you need and like stuff like that it's kind of funny because I've always done this like even when like I always had crushes growing up and like I've only ever had two boyfriends in my life but like I've always had like these deep crushes and guys and like Mm -hmm. it's been something that I've always been fascinated in a young age and I was always the one that was like 
I like you. And like, <laughs> I always kind of, it was always really nerve wracking. And I always got rejected, but I kept doing it. <laughs> I kept you. like every time I got a crush, it was like I would either, I, at a young age, I used to write letters. Like it was something that I would like write them a letter, I would leave it in their locker or something. Yeah. And then like I would, so, like as I got like a phone, I would like text them or like find them on like social media and message them, or like I always just kind of built the confidence like after a while to be like, I like you, and like I guess that's like part of that. I guess it's just kind of like. I don't want to wait anymore, so I'm going to do it myself. I admire that so much. And just as a fellow person who always is like, hi, I like you. Do you like me? And gets rejected so often. And like, and I've also, I'm 31, but I've also only had two boyfriends. And like, <laughs> not for lack of trying. But so how does it make you feel when you get those rejections? Because it sounds like you're just like continuing onward. You have a boyfriend now, but mm -hmm. what was the getting there process like? It was always, I would always have a crush on a guy for, like, months before I would even try to be like, hey, I like you. Because mm -hmm. I would try to be like, oh, like, I would basically talk myself into, like, I think he kind of likes me back before mm -hmm. I would even try to, like, say I like you. And so it was always, like, a, I guess, coach myself to be like, I think I'm good looking enough. I think, like, we would be a good couple. I think we're good enough friends. Mm -hmm. I think he likes me back. And so, and then they would, like reject me and it it was always a little bit of a heartbreak okay. it was always like a little bit of like <sighs> okay and then i and then it would it wouldn't take long it was only like a week or two that okay. i would have to take to just kind of like build myself back up and it's like it's okay like i wasn't right for them and like i always had this thing of like everything happens for a reason that's something mm -hmm. that like i live by mm -hmm. so like i always kind of coach myself through it was like everything happens for a reason mm -hmm. like it's maybe I wasn't meant to be with this person because I had to be someone else like maybe I, like this person wasn't meant to be there so I could like not get that negativity in my life because yeah. I like I've noticed that there's other guys that I've liked in my life where I was like I definitely would not have been happy with them yeah. like yeah. I would not like have been in a good relationship with them I'm happy that I that didn't work out and it's always been a little bit of like okay it hurts because it's like it it, it breaks me a little bit because it makes me feel like oh I'm not good looking enough and I I, I always the boyfriend that I have now is actually the person who really built my confidence, mm. like, to a different level. I've always been very insecure and very, like, down on myself. But, like, I, I still kind of push myself through, like, heartbreak and, like, yeah. things like that to a good level. How has your boyfriend built you up? He has always been, like, showed, especially in the beginning of the relationship, he really showed how attractive he was to me. And just, like, calling me beautiful and, like, calling me sexy and, like, saying how good-looking I am and voicing these things a yeah. lot to me. And when we first started to get into, like, sexual stuff, he would put his hands on me and, like, feel on me to make me – and he, he would call me sexy and stuff like that while he was doing that, which kind of made me confident. Like, oh, like, he likes the way that my body looks. Like, yeah. so it, like, made me feel better about myself a lot. And, like, that – changed my actual view of myself because it always made me eye-opening to myself that like maybe I don't look good when I'm like sitting this way but like mm -hmm. if I'm standing this way it looks really good and like I was never been able to do that before yeah and like it just made me feel really good about myself are there any experiences we need to cover before we start uh on your explorations that you've had with him I think the only thing that I could mention is that like I had a boyfriend before him and he was like very shy 
and like I was more ready than he was with anything sexually like, or I, just in general with in general because it <laughs> took him he he asked me out and then it took him a month to actually kiss me okay and then after that the most he would do is like make out and I remember the most exciting thing in our relationship was that one time we made out in my bedroom and I felt his heart on and it was like it was like a like oh my god and it was like that like butterfly moment of like oh my god he's attracted to me like this is like happening and it was like and nothing could happen because my door was still very cracked open and like my parents were like walk past every once in a while and like but it was like a like omg like this is getting started somewhere yeah i i I think things probably would have happened with him eventually Mm -hmm. i i actually broke up with him after being together for three months because i realized that we didn't really match i i am a bigger girl Mm. in a sense like i'm more towards like 200 pounds Mm -hmm. and he was like a stick Mm -hmm. (laughs) he was like this little guy and like i I hated pictures of us together that like made me really insecure Mm, because like i was like oh i look really big standing next to him like more than i normally would standing next to someone yeah and like he just like he tried to show affection but it was always like an awkward way he would like wrap wrap his arm around me but like in a weird way and it was like i don't really like this anymore and like i'm only with you for the attention at this point i don't want to use him so like i was like i'm gonna break this off before it gets too bad because he started to say he loves me and i was like i really don't like i'm sorry and it's not and i didn't want to like pull him in more yeah i want to say like a year later is when i met my boyfriend we worked together we met at work and I remember at the time I had this like thought of it's okay to have sex. It's never been like a negative thing for me. Like it's not like a God loves all and it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) Like to be blunt about it, it's not that big of a deal. Also, what do you think about the church's views on homosexuality? Like what's your church like? And like, how do you, how does that vibe with your pansexual self? That's another thing that, like, the church doesn't really mention. Okay. Like, they're they're supportive, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Okay, they always great. have mentioned, like, that, like, God loves everyone, and they're not, like, negative about it. And, like, and I've never really felt bad about being pan at all. Like, okay. it's not, never something that I was, like, oh, I shouldn't be. Like, it's always something that I've embraced, that I've, like, been okay with, because it's just who I am. Yeah. And it's that's how it's gonna be (laughs) so i want to say so we became friends for like a good two months before we started talking at all Mm. it was i want to say a month it was a month after that that we started to get into things we would like occasionally kiss here or there and like our job we work until like one or two in the morning Mm. so like we would get off and we would just hang out with each other we wouldn't tell anybody it would just be like we would go to like a park or like somewhere and like sit inside our car and just like talk and eat food and like mess around and um and then one time we it was we were we went to this park it was like this little park it's like really you couldn't even find it unless you like googled it we were standing behind we were standing like towards the back of my car and he like pushed me into my car and we started like make out intensely and it was like oh like didn't expect this but it was a really good exciting moment and I remember we were doing that and then he kind of like stopped and he was like let's go sit somewhere and he was like this is like a park that's like close to my house that I grew up with my whole life and he was like let's go sit at that bench over there I was like there is not a bench over there I know there's not a bench over there there's never been a bench there my whole life 
And he was like, oh, really? You want to make a bet? <laughs> I was like, all right, let's make a bet. He's like, if there's a bench over there, I get to do whatever I want to you for a minute. And vice versa. And I know by a fact that there wasn't a bench there. I would not. I don't know. I don't know what I would have done to him. I was way too nervous. <laughs> like yeah. it would have just been like sitting one, like maybe sitting on a slap and kissing him. I don't know. Yeah. But we walked over, and I was like, "Damn, okay, there's a bench." And then he laid me down, like pushed me and laid me down, and he stuck his hand down with my pants, and mm-hmm. that's when he first like stimulated my foot, which mm-hmm. is what was like like that eye opening moment of like, "Oh, he can do this." Yeah. Um. And like after that minute was up, it was like that's it. And then he like he he was so fun about the transition. He stopped and then he went tag your it and he ran. <gasps> That's and it was so, so cute. cute and sexy and fun. Because I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things that's the biggest turn up like when you like someone and you're nervous and you like want to want them and you want to feel wanted and then as soon as they start touching you and then they like go to a hundred right away but like when you mm-hmm. in- introduce that play that's so cute and fun. So did you tag did you chase him back? Yeah, we, we, we like ran around, we were messing around. And then, and then I think at the end of that night, we ended up like we both got tired. We sat on another bench that was like across the park. Mm-hmm. And then we laid on the bench and was just like looking at the sky and That's talking. Beautiful. He's like, everybody's always said that he's like the best because like I, I have a million stories that we're not even going to get into ah. <laughs> of like all the things that he's done for me and like how sweet he is and like all the right things. Okay, well, let's just focus on the sexual highlights. So tell us. <laughs> of course. What are some of your favorite things about sex? I really like the way that, like, the closeness that I feel Mm. with my boyfriend. Like, that's a big thing for me. I really like the way that, like, we are so passionate. We can be. Like, it's one of, like, we have different modes, of course. So, like, that's, like, like, our big thing is, like, when we want to, we can be really passionate. It's a really closeness thing that I really enjoy. Um, And then, of course, I like being kinky and trying new things. (laughs) I've always known that I wanted to try different things. I've always been very open-eyed about things. After we start, actually, we started having sex in public. Um, what? We had sex. We had sex at that park. Um, and we used to have. I'm assuming there like weren't people around though, right? No, okay. no. <laughs> Just like, like, it was okay. like three o'clock in the morning. Oh, great! Like great. nobody was there, but like it was still like weren't like in a house or a bedroom. Yeah. It was like we would do it like on this concrete under like. <laughs> like under one of the benches or something like that and then we used to do it like under we there was like this bridge that used to be by like my elementary school that we used to do it under there too but there was like there was like it was a bridge and then under it it was like three tunnels and the middle one had water mm-hmm. and so we would like jump across the water go to the one on the other side so that nobody would come over there uh-huh. and we used to do it under there a lot and a couple months and we decided we're just gonna start coming back to my house and oh, that's really? when we like yeah and that was doable Okay. Because I think it was when my mom was like, oh, he can start coming over after work. I don't really care. And okay. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Great. Do you guys use birth control? Yeah. I was on birth control since I was like 14 because mm-hmm. I have really intense periods. Mm-hmm. So like it was like something that like I already was on. I'm I'm on NuvaRing. Okay. And it's a really effective thing for me. I've always like, I, it's never been like something that we've questioned. It's never. And like he has always. For a long time, we used condoms until it got to the point where it was, like, uncomfortable for both of us. And mm-hmm. we were kind of like, okay, I'm on birth control. We feel safe enough. And he still pulls out. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, like, anytime we feel, like, nervous, we go and get a plan B. And it's never been, like, anything that's terrible. Like, we've never had any scares, anything like that. Oh, and I don't think we clarified. You're a monogamous, right? You're a monogamous partnership? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. 
Yay. Okay, so you so he started coming over, and then what happened? I think it was, it was like casual, like sex for a long time, and then he one time got aggressive with me. I think he like pushed me into my dresser and like was like really aggressive, and I really liked that. And I, like I told him that we were we've always been really good with communicating yeah. about sex stuff from the very beginning, like, like before you even yeah. had it. Okay. Yeah, it's always the only thing that like he didn't know is that he took my virginity. Which is like a really big thing that like we had to like deal with after I told him. Uh-huh. I told him a year later. What happened? And like I, I, so we got into a really big argument because it was like, why wouldn't you tell me? It would have been a whole different experience. Like mm. I would have been very different with you. And really? it's like Wait. It's understandable. Wait, how would he have been different, and why? So he he's always been like, I don't want to say pushy because he hasn't been pushy, but he's more encouraging of like, okay, now you're gonna try getting on top, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we're going to try this and he's always just been like you got to do it on your own and like you got to like figure it out you got to discover this on your own and it's always been like he's been like there and been like okay this is what you do and he's like okay now it's your turn hmm. and he's always said that like if he knew that like i had never experienced anything with a guy that he would have been like this is how you do it <laughs> like Interesting. more and i was like i i, I would i can't really explain it because I, I will never be able to experience it. Yeah. But, like, he's always said that. And I was like, it's understandable. I would have been that, too. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> well, but also um, he didn't ask explicitly, or did he, and you lied? I, I lied. Oh, really? I, he, so, <laughs> Wait, so, why? Tell us why. So our second time ever hanging out, before we even, like, agreed that uh-huh. we would, like, wait for each other, it was just we were friends at the time, we had a whole, we, we went out, we sat in his car, and we talked about sex. We were like telling each other sex stories. I was telling about my experience with the girls. Mm. And I told him, I was always so afraid that he wouldn't like me because I'm, I'm younger than him. Mm. So I always tried to make myself seem more mature. Mm-hmm. So, because I really liked him. That mm-hmm. was like, I, he was like a really big, like, I really, really liked him. And so I told him that my threesome with two girls was with, was with a guy and a girl. Okay. Not two girls. So, like, it was always like, and I always told him that, like, it wasn't much. It was, like, we barely did anything. And, like, I didn't really enjoy it. So, like, it's not, like, a really big memory of mine. Wait. So, the so you told him that that was a virginity-losing experience? Mm-hmm. And for you, the difference is... I mean, I, and this is something that, like, I'm, like, I don't know. Because I had sex with boys first. But, like, like because there was no... Pe- like, how are you counting virginity here? <laughs> so, so, my... I've always counted virginity as penetration. Okay, okay. Like, that's, yeah. like, I, it's it's just kind of like a neutral thought that I've always had. I can't really explain where it came from. Yeah. It's just kind of like I mean, a, it's, a, it's a construct, and everyone kind of has their yeah. own version of it. So that's why I like to ask Yeah. People. So, like, my experience with girls has always been, like, I've done stuff with girls, but I haven't lost my virginity. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, basically it. Because I never did anything with penetration besides that, yeah. like, at all. How does that feel being in a monogamous partnership with a dude and still feeling, do you, I'm assuming you still feel attraction toward ladies? What do you want me to get into that now then? Yeah. Because there's, there's a lot. With oh that. God, okay. I don't know. I want everything. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's talk about it now. I won't, we'll go, we're going to go back and keep getting into the details of your sex life. Yeah. So I, it was very early on. I told him that I was attracted to girls too, and he was always okay with it. He never really minded. It's kind of one of those things of, like, we're not going to go out looking for someone to have a threesome with. Mm-hmm, but if mm-hmm. we find someone that we're both friends with that we're both attracted to, we're going to try it. Honestly, I think that's the best approach to a threesome. To, like, hold it lightly and then, like, be scanning mm-hmm. for opportunities mm-hmm. rather than trying to, like, force a thing to happen. Yeah. So he's always been, like, it, it can turn him on at times of, like, hey, I'm really attracted to this girl. Like, you are, too. And, like, 
and it, it's like an interesting kind of like thing that like we don't it's not something we like bring up much but like it can be something that's like oh let's go like look at girl and girl porn together (laughs) that's so fun um okay so back back to the sex life that you have first i want to hear like where is your body most sensitive what is it like the most like what are some of your favorite physical things and feelings so i can be very ticklish Mm. so like i'm very sensitive in other spots where i'm like i don't want to be touched here during sex because it's gonna make me laugh make me giggle like don't like don't touch like near my armpits yeah (laughs) not not like a good tickle right it's like the yeah like yeah mm -hmm. the tick the Um, tickle where i might kick someone in the mouth if they're trying to fucking tickle me while they're going down on me i'll kill them (laughs) a lot of these things he actually made me discover them like he was the one who discovered them for me kind of thing so like my i have these spots on both sides of my back it's like in the middle of my back but towards the side that all he has to do is put pressure on them and i will like flinch but it's like an instant like oh like a good like feeling of like feeling sexual like really like a a body melty flinch tingle oh my god wait where is it can you show me so it's oh god it's really hard to like angle the <laughs> okay camera. okay okay so like like imagine your back uh-huh. and like it's in like we're gonna use my hand as my yeah. back it's like right here on my back on each side okay it's so like, like just above like if someone if you were gonna put your hands around your waist and squeeze kind of like where that yeah, back like thumb is right above like where my hip is okay okay and like oh. on the side does it work if you do it like, to yourself or does he have to do it like somebody you care about has it, to do it, it to you it's he has to do it because if i do it myself it just feels like pressure yeah you have buttons you have buttons yeah but only but they have to have that special key to touch the button mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's amazing it's amazing and we, we only discovered this like a month ago wow like this is something that like he so i'm very sensitive on my back where he, he can like lightly touch my back yeah. and it will cause like shivers uh-huh. and he i think we were doing doggy or something uh-huh. and he just grabbed my hips and it was like a oh my god like it was like a whoa what was that oh, and wow. so then we started to play around with it and it was like yeah this one spot is really sensitive on my back oh my god and what else like we okay so he we know that you like it when he fingers you what about can how tell us about your orgasms like what do you need to um, have to cut when do you get the most yeah tell yeah tell us about your orgasms <laughs> i'll say one question <laughs> he okay so he like just regular like vaginal sex is fine like i can come from that very easily especially if we do a lot of yeah yeah like if we do a lot of foreplay that's very like a big thing like it'll be very quick for me it we he always jokes about this i every time we have just regular vaginal sex i'll come like three or four times oh my god and yeah so it's like it's always been like very enjoyable for me and like it doesn't take a lot for like just regular vaginal sex and then like if he goes down on me it's usually he has to stimulate my clit and finger me mm-hmm. like to make me calm like mm-hmm. it, it, if he just stimulates my clit like if he's just like licking me or anything like that it takes a while but i yeah. will okay but like if he wants it to be quicker then he has to do both what about butt stuff I so he really likes butt stuff. He's done butt stuff with a girl before, mm-hmm. and he's always been very interested in it. And we tried it. So I got um, anal beads, like mm-hmm. I want to say, like a year ago. And so we tried it, tw- I think twice, and I didn't really like it. I like stopped after like, a couple minutes of it, and I was like, no, not really. Can like, you tell us really specifically why, like physical feeling wise? It makes me like. It, it's like a lot of pressure mm-hmm. 
it's like it's not really a comfortable thing for me it's just like i feel really uncomfortable and i feel like like i can loosen myself up enough for him to like get it in and then i clench up and i get really nervous and uncomfortable Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like it just gets really painful after a while yeah like it gets to the point where it hurts and it's uncomfortable then we we haven't tried it again in like over a year Mm -hmm. so a week ago actually i got a, a butt plug and I was like, okay, I'm ready to start this again. Because uh-huh. I, I want to try. Because mm-hmm. something that he really, really likes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to try this again. Like, I'll try, like, loosening myself up, seeing how comfortable I can get with it, and, like, get things going again. I actually surprised him with it. And he was, like, very excited oh. and very turned on. And it was something that he was like, I'm so excited that you're going to do this again. What kind of plug did you get? Like, one of, the, like, the beginners, just kind of, like, a regular, like, I, I think it has, like, a little gem on it or something. Yeah. Is it, like, metal um, or is it squishy? It's squishy. Okay. Okay. Cool. I've been very, re- like, reluctant about, like, trying it. I, I think I've tried it twice. And, like, I always talk to them about it. I'm like, oh, well, this is how it went this time. Like, because, like, 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 we're very big in communication about things. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, hey, like. This time I couldn't really get it in because it started hurting, mm-hmm. so I like I stopped. I'm gonna try again tomorrow. I'm like, you know, like oh, this time I was able to get it in, but I was only able to keep it in for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. I've been like more and more like trying. Uh, his birthday's next month, so I'm trying to get it done by then. <laughs> Here's a question. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is I'm um, I'm embarrassed that I'm about to ask you the like most woo woo Los Angeles question. Do you meditate? And I'm asking that because it doesn't matter if you do or don't. I recommend a butt plug meditation. And I, the way that I got into butt stuff was sort of, did you ever watch uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? She does this thing where mm-hmm. she's like, I can do anything for 10 seconds. That's actually mm-hmm. how I got like trained myself with the help of my former master to like mm-hmm. relax enough to enjoy butt stuff. Cause it took me like nine months of being kind of uncomfortable. And I think also mm-hmm. because I was submissive. Oh, I'd, I would love to hear about your kinky dynamic with him and how you kind of got into kink and if that relates to any of your butt stuff. Because I only discovered butt stuff as a submissive and I don't know that I would have mm-hmm. like embraced it otherwise. I don't know. Early on, we were talking about how I've, I, I was interested in being tied up. Mm-hmm. And like that was our introduction to it. Mm-hmm. And I think one day we were like, okay, let's try it. And he he was like, okay, I'm going to come over with ropes. And <laughs> he tied my hands behind my back. And we just kind of, he, I think he blindfolded me that time. And we were like, okay, let's, let's see what you like and what you don't. So then we tried like spanking and like being mean and things like that. And like, he was always like, we'll be like, do you like this? Is this okay? Is this enough pressure? Is this too much? And yeah. like, we, like, our first time was a lot of like, is this okay? And then after that, it was like, okay, yeah, this this is interesting. And and then I, I remember being really into it and being really like, I like this a lot. So when you were with him, you had already been seeing each other for a while when you started exploring kinkier things. Mm-hmm. I think it was within like two months of us like having sex, we started to be like, okay, let's try something new, let's try something different, interesting. What needs to be in place there for you to feel safe? Not much. He's always he has always been like my safe okay. spot. Mm-hmm. He's always been like very gentle, very soft and comforting, and it's always been like made me comfortable enough to feel safe with him. Okay, and it sounds like you at least talk about stuff during and afterward. Do you ever have 
but you said you also talk about sex in general a lot. So have you had specific conversations about like boundaries or anything like that? Yeah, we, we, um, I, the countless conversations that we've had, we, we get into like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Like we'll like, especially in the beginning of our relationship, we would like talk on the phone a lot at night mm. and like, just be like, Hey, do you like this? Is this something that you would be interested in trying? Hey, like this. And then we would like, I remember in the beginning of the relationship, even like not even like sexual stuff, we would just like ask each other questions back and forth when we ran out of things to talk about. Yeah. So I'd be like, hey, this, hey, that. But yeah, it's been a lot of nights of like sexual conversations of like, are you interested in doing anything kinky ever? And like, hey, I've tried this. And like, would you ever like want to try this? And like, I remember for a long time, he would always be like, do you want to try anal ever? And I was like, no, strict. No, don't ever want to try it ever, ever. Until eventually I was like, okay, sure, why not? <laughs> Okay. Can you just like run us through some of your, like off the top of your head, biggest turn-ons besides your special button, turn-offs when you feel the most in touch with your body, stuff like that? So obviously I like when he like touches me. Mm -hmm. I like when he runs his hands anywhere on me, grabs like my butt or thighs. Mm -hmm. I like dirty talk. What kind of dirty talk? Just like kind of like, oh, like you're sexy. Like I like the way like your body looks mm -hmm. and like just like kind of like getting into that a lot. Mm -hmm. And like, of course, like the voice tones mm -hmm. and like being like deep and mysterious and things like that. Yeah. I really get turned on by his moans. That's like a really, really big thing for me. By his what? He didn't. His moon? moans? Moans. Moans. I heard moons and I was thinking of like the moon <laughs> in the sky that looks very apocalyptic. Okay. Okay. Oh, ooh. <laughs> Mm -hmm. that's like a really big like thing for me i get very like like shivers just like hearing him like when you're going down on oh we haven't talked about going down on a boy at all <laughs> uh like even like i'll like be teasing him uh -huh. and he'll like make moan and stuff like that how do you like, tease oh, him how do you like to tease him his back's really sensitive mm. so all i have to do is like touch his back at all and he'll like be like shivers mm. and like i'll like bite his neck and like like whisper in his ear and like do stuff like that and it's very easy to like mess with him fuck yeah and will you tell us a little bit about do you do blowjobs yeah so funny story he he, he was obviously the first guy that i ever gave a blowjob to and mm. um it took me like an hour the first time that he he was like okay we're gonna try this and we both got naked and i laid next to him and he was like whenever you're ready and it took me like an hour like to be ready build the courage yeah mm. to build the courage to actually even try anything and and then i started and then i didn't stop until i made him come and it didn't take very long and like we i think it was like a year ago we were like okay we're gonna make this really good for ourselves mm -hmm. so it was like he 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 went first so i went down with him and he was like i like this i don't like that yes. and I love we made it, it like people perfect for each other. Yes. Yeah. so you did an exploratory mission mm -hmm. have either of you given each other rim jobs no we're, <laughs> we're not really her we kind of like shy away from that <laughs> okay okay just curious just curious mm -hmm. what other stuff are you into oh wait did you say any big turnoffs do you have any turnoffs besides ticklish him like in the middle of sex he like if he ever like mentions anal mm. it's kind of a turnoff mm -hmm. like it's something it's, it's a turn off for him so like if i mentioned it and he gets turned on i get turned on by turning mm -hmm, him on mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like if he's ever like like oh i really like it when you like if you would do this and it's mm -hmm. like Ugh. like yeah okay i'll try it like but like that's pretty much it's, like all it's not on your fuck yeah menu 
Yeah. <laughs> what about like, are you guys into sexting? Do you send nudes? You said you watch porn together. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So nudes was like a really early thing for us because like we can only see each other at night and when we work. We only work weekends. So like during the week, it was like we were deprived. So we were we were really, really into it in the beginning. Yeah. And like until we got to the point where we were like, okay, let's try nudes. And like it was, it's more so me sending him nudes mm-hmm. than him sending them back. He only sends them back when like he's getting out of the shower or something like that, mm-hmm. which isn't like often. Yeah. Which I don't mind. Yeah. Like I, I just like like if I send him nudes, then we'll start sexting and then we'll yeah. like get into stuff. I when I was younger used to really like role playing, like texting role yeah. playing. Ooh, like what? Like what? I used to really like doing like mainly with girls actually. I used to like joke like talk to like the one that I slept with that I was still close friends with in freshman year. Yeah occasionally we would be like okay let's do this and so how it worked was that we would agree on what we were role-playing as so it would be like a t-shirt and a student or something like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we would like basically talk back and forth and put little, little like apprentices around like an action Fine. so it would be like speech and then like a parenthesis around like i take your clothes off yeah like well, that's how they do stage um, direction and plays mm-hmm. <laughs> So, like, I introduced him to that. He's never done anything like that. And, like, he can be into it if I make him into it. Uh-huh. It's something that I really enjoy and that, like, helps him to really enjoy because he knows that I really enjoy it. Yeah. And we are still, like, getting into really getting into role play and, like, doing it in person more than over text. Mm-hmm. What does that um, look like? Because people mean different things. Like, some for some people, it's really, like, embodying characters. For some, it's their dumb sub-self. Like, what do you mean when you say role play? I mean, like, embodying a different person, mm-hmm. like, being, like, trying to be somebody that we're not, and, like, because, like, I have, like, a school outfit, I have a couple <gasps> different, like, lingerie things, stuff what, like that. Okay, what like, personalities, do you have personalities already that go with those, or, like, what is it like? So, like, like, the one that I just told you about, the one that, like, it's, like, it's black lingerie with high heels, yeah. it also is thigh-high socks. Oh, fuck yeah. That is, like, my dom, really, yeah. really powerful dom, like, whenever he comes in and knows that, like, sees me wearing that, he's, like, ready to be a sub oh he's yeah, like, i love that back and he's like ready and then there is i had the school outfit is like innocent and like shy and nervous and like i don't know how this is gonna go and like it, it's not even always like a school girl usually it's like a shy girl or like yeah. something like small like that yeah and, like that's awesome Okay, well, what about some things you guys haven't done yet but would like to explore? For example, would you ever go to, like, a sex party or sex club or anything, like, group more? Uh, we talked about threesomes, mm-hmm. but would you do more group stuff, or mm-hmm. how do you feel about that with him? So we've talked a lot about this kind of stuff. He doesn't ever want to watch. We don't ever want to watch each other with other people. Mm-hmm. So, like, we never want to be in a situation where, like, I am sleeping with somebody else in the same room as him sleeping with somebody else. Mm-hmm. it's a jealousy thing we're just not cool with that we talked about like if we went to a sex party it would be interesting to like sit there and like have sex around other people yeah but like it would just be me and him yeah it wouldn't be like me and somebody else yeah it would be one of those things of like if the event ever came why not try it yeah but like we've mainly talked about like the only situation that we would have sex with other people is if we were separate so like we've talked about like finding a couple and like it has to be a situation where like we're both very comfortable with it to the point where it doesn't feel scary Mm-hmm. he's always been very nervous about me being with another guy because he is very scared that I'm going to be with somebody else and be like, Oh, you're not as good as I thought you were. Aww, and like, he, cause yeah. I, I'm like, I'm like, please don't like do that. And like, they're I always worried. Like, Boys are always totally worried good. about that. I've met, I've yet to be mm-hmm. with a woman or a 
non-binary or trans person that has been worried about that but boys always seem to be worried about that <laughs> well it's especially because he took my virginity he's the only guy that i've ever been yeah. with so yeah. he's really scared like something like i'm gonna realize that he's not as good as i think that he is or something like that i'm like okay it's understandable i will respect that i'm always like well yeah you gotta realize like oh well these other girls that you've been with are the same way like they go with other guys and they still think that you're really great yeah. like <laughs> and like things like that he's like oh no yeah you're right and it's like i really think that like when we whenever we have sex it's just really really enjoyable for me yeah and like i don't think that's gonna change if i go and like try something with somebody else like i've always talked to him like yeah i've had stuff i've done stuff with other girls like literally people say like oh only a girl knows a girl's body so well but like he gives me head better than any girl has ever given me head and like and he's like, oh, that makes sense. Like, yeah. it, makes, it usually makes him feel better. That's good. I also just feel like sex with different people is so different. Like, each person mm -hmm. that I sleep with is a different experience. And our chemistry is, you know, I, I like to say it's like mm -hmm. perfume. Do you have sex dreams? All the time. Do you orgasm in them? Rarely. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a rare thing. It does happen. But it's not something that happens often. Do you think you're coming in real life? If you orgasm in a dream? Usually, I, like, I think sometimes, yeah. I think sometimes I'll wake up and I'll be, like, extremely, like, ready. And, I, like, I always have, like, my vibrator, like, next to my bed. So I can just, like, <laughs> reach over, grab it. And, like, <laughs> and, like, it's, like, I can just grab it and, like, get into it while, uh, while I'm, like, all, like, fired up from a dream or something. Amazing. I, well, I was going to say I have a lot of fantasies, too. I tend to fall asleep thinking about my fantasies. Okay, fantasies um, are my next question. Tell us about that, please. <laughs> yeah, I, I've always had this fantasy of being with two guys. I don't think I ever want to be with two guys. I don't think I'll ever okay. be interested in having a threesome with two guys. It's just not something that's, like, too much for me. Yeah. And, like, I think that's something that, like, oh, it would be really hot, but I don't ever, ever want to actually go past thinking about it. Hmm, yeah. What's been the hardest thing in your sex life? Not besides penises. <laughs> the most difficult <laughs> thing. Yeah. I think having being like in the beginning, I like whenever he would tell me he didn't like something that I did, it made me kind of nervous or insecure. Because mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, I thought that made you feel good and it doesn't and yeah, I feel bad about it. Cause I was doing it so much and like and it's like, oh, okay yeah <laughs> but it was always like one of those like hurtful moments i didn't I, like i would always tell him like oh that's kind of like harsh on me and he's like oh well no it wasn't like terrible <laughs> like yeah. it just it wasn't something that like i like would like you to continue doing and like i'm always like understanding i'm like well that makes sense like if you're yeah. listening to me that i didn't really like like i'm gonna tell you yeah i would rather know than not know yeah it was always very nerve-wracking for me in the beginning of like our relationship of like him telling me he didn't like something because I was always I was already insecure and nervous because he had been with other girls. I hadn't been with other guys. Yeah. So like it was always like a, oh my gosh, what if I'm not as good as the other girls? Yeah. And like, and it's always been like I I don't even really think about it anymore at all. Mm -hmm. That's the roughest thing that we've ever dealt with. It's okay. never been anything past like that. Got it. And then on the other end of that spectrum, what's been like the easiest, best, most amazing part of your sex life? Just how open we are with each other. Hmm. We can be so playful and fun and we can laugh and just 
be ourselves completely. And it's like, I'm never nervous that I'm going to like, especially now where we are now, I'm never nervous that I'm going to like make a mistake. Yeah. Like something goes wrong. Like there's the occasional, like we'll, we'll be getting really into it. And I'll actually like kiss the side of his lip or like his chin or something. Oh, yeah. And we'll just start laughing. Yeah. Like I'm... we'll just laugh about it. And like, <laughs> it's not something that like, I'm not like embarrassed. I'm not like ever embarrassed in our sex life anymore. I'm always just like, we laugh it off. Amazing. Is there anything else that you need to share about your sex life? Well, there was, in, in the beginning of my life, I went through a really big traumatizing sexual thing mm. that I think that people should realize because other people experience it because I didn't realize that other people went through sexual trauma until I was a lot older. But I didn't even fully acknowledge that it was sexual abuse until I was older. How old were um, you when you acknowledged it? When I was, I was probably 14 or 15. Okay. This happened when I was six, eight, and 11. Mm. We basically, me and one of my older cousins, like he is three years older than me. He, we were like laying down in my basement or something. And he was very, he was like, hey, have you ever thought about touching somebody else? And then that eventually led to him talking me into getting undressed and then him like feeling on me. And then he talked me into like touching his penis and like, and it, it was, it's never something that I was comfortable with, like not once, hmm. but he just kind of talked me into doing it. And we did it like three or four times and then we stopped and never talked about it again. And then a couple of years later, we did it like another two times and I stopped and never talked about it again. And then a couple of years later, we I had a pool for a really long time and we went and I went swimming and he came out and I was just alone and it was like, I went ice swimming and he came out and went swimming with me and we were making a whirlpool mm-hmm. and he tried to talk me into having sex with him. I was 11 at the time and he was 13. Mm. So he was fully knew what he was trying to do. And I didn't know how to say no. So I was like, sure. And I was like, well, we'll get out of the pool. We'll do it later when my parents fall asleep. And then I, I went upstairs. I locked my door and went to bed. Oh, gosh. And oh, he the, the next day, he was like, what happened? And I was like, oh, I fell asleep. Oh. And then we never really talked about it again after that. I still don't have the best relationship with him. Yeah. Do you still have to see him? Yeah. Oh, man. I it doesn't like it never really hurt to see him. It wasn't anything that was like. Because okay. it took me so long to actually realize that it was like sexual abuse. That to the point where, like, when I realized that it was like, I just gotta start healing at this point and mm-hmm. start like moving on and letting it go. And it was actually my therapist that, like, I told him, and I was like, Ooh, "Something happened to me when I was young, and it was weird." And he was like, "That's not okay." Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, "You're right. Mm. <laughs> I never really fully realized that it wasn't okay for that to happen." Yeah. And and it never really, I don't think it ever really impacted me sexually. I was never afraid to sleep with a guy. I was never afraid for anybody to touch me. Mm-hmm. But it was just something that, like, bothered me for a long time. I'm, I will never be comfortable with him alone yeah. ever again. Yeah. And, like, there's only a certain amount of people that actually know this. And, like, now I'm more comfortable in talking about it than ever I was. Mm-hmm. But, like, my mother still doesn't know that it happened. Okay. Like, my father still doesn't know that it happened. The only people that know are, like, my close friends, like, two of my close friends and my boyfriend. And it's not that I'm keeping it from people. 
it's that I don't really want to, like, it's not a, like, comfortable conversation. But, like, hey, I got sexually abused. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and, like, I like to raise awareness and that kind of stuff. Like, I've, like, donated and things like that. And I've, like, gone to, like, different, like, events and things like that to be, like, it's okay. <laughs> like, life will go on. Mm-hmm. And, like, the people aren't like that. <laughs> not everybody is going to take advantage of you like that. And so it's like healthy heal. And I, I, I'm fully healed from that now. I'm fully comfortable with talking about it. And it's something that like, I don't like to know that happened to me, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's just something that it's like, I want people to know that it life goes on. Yeah. If I'm hearing and understanding you correctly, well, first I hear that you took care of yourself with therapy. I hear you have a good support group of close friends. I'm hearing that you got involved in some activism that's sort of countering it. And it, mm-hmm. if I'm understanding you correctly, it sounds like you're not letting the experience define you, but you're still acknowledging it and have been processing it. Yeah. Once I talked to my therapist about it, but I, don't, I, didn't, I only went to my therapist because of like, my close personal stuff with like my family and mm-hmm. like my parents separated a couple of years ago and things like that. Mm-hmm. And like, and then I started to get into things and, and then I started to acknowledge like, wow, like he, he, he did a lot of eye opening for me of like, this is why I'm like this. Mm-hmm. Like, like how I was saying earlier of like, Oh, like I kind of raised my brother to a degree because yeah. of like how my parents were. And like, he, he was the one who like opened my eyes to that. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And like, um, I am very proud of who I am today. I probably wouldn't change much about my life. And, like, I've been through a lot, but it's shaped who I am. And it's made me, like, the mature person that I am to be able to be, what do what I'm doing at my age yeah. and things like that. And I'm very proud of, like, where, how far I've gotten at the age that I am. I'm also, if this doesn't sound condescending, I'm also proud. Like, I'm so excited for you and glad for you. Like, I just, I'm so impressed. Um, So on that note, if you could go back and give younger you a piece of sex advice, what age or ages would you pick and what would you say? I would probably go back to when me and my boyfriend first got together and tell myself to be honest with him because... It's, I should have been honest from the beginning. I should have told him because it probably would have been a, a whole lot more enjoyable than it already was. Yeah. That me telling him that I was a virgin and it would have changed the way that I like learned things hmm. to a degree anyway. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and telling us about your amazing sex life. Thanks for having me. 